At the MCG this afternoon, Collingwood and Fremantle are unchanged. The quickest way to leave the MCG, scooter your two-wheeled taxi, download the app today. We've got the opportunity to head across to China now. St Kilda have made the trip. They're going to host Port Adelaide on Sunday. Brett Ratton, who's such a relevant conversation, not only for his club, but for what the future looks like. He is with us in Shanghai. Brett, welcome to Crunch Time. How are you, fellas? What have you seen of Shanghai so far? It's very, very busy. Um, yeah, lots of people, and uh, the humidity's up a little bit, but um, what an amazing city. And, uh, you know, if you told me 25 years ago uh, footy be played over here, I'd be like, no, no chance at all. But uh, it's amazing. What have you done since you've arrived? We, we've trained uh, We've trained once. We had our, our main training session yesterday. Uh, the boys went off and did some weights afterwards, but we've had our meetings as usual. Um, nothing's really changed a lot, but... Um, I think it's more post the game, the players will get out a bit, but uh, really concentrating on just keeping our routine the same. Um, yeah, because we don't want to sort of, yes, it is international, it is different, but we want to keep us, uh, our routine as, as close to uh, the same as in Melbourne. So what have been the peculiarities? Obviously, you a bit of, bit of, did a bit of hothouse training before you left. Is, what, are, what are the particular challenges in it? Well, it's just acclimatising to to the uh, the humidity. Um, it is a bit hotter over here. It's sort of that twenty nine to thirty one, and sometimes it does. Uh, you know, the heat doesn't really come out that much, but when the sun does break, it does get quite warm. So, for the players to come from eleven or twelve in Melbourne to that type of heat, um, it can knock them around a little bit. But overall, the players have adjusted really well, and we're really excited to uh, you know take up uh, the challenge of you know Port Adelaide, which both teams sit five and five, and uh, yeah, it's it's virtually a double. A double point game for both teams. Rex, uh, good luck. Most people see it as a, a real 50 50 game. What do you say to those that sort of give maybe marginally the advantage to Port Adelaide because they've done the trip a couple of times before? Do you, do you think that's any advantage at all? Uh, maybe from a routine point of view, they might, uh, they might understand, I suppose, you know, getting to the ground, the traffic, and a few little things like that. But really, most of the times when you play and and you're interstate, it's more about your mindset. If you if you get caught up in you know the uh, everything around you and don't create the right environment, I think you can get uh, you know worrying about you know oh have a look at the buildings and, and you waver from football and that's what we're here to do. So they've got a slight advantage in that area, but for our boys, they know what they're here for and, and we just focus on what we can control. And you know this is our first time; we'll get three goes at it. But uh, yeah, maybe they've got a slight advantage, but we don't think it's much. Um, the advantage that I sort of see going the other way is uh, they've got quite a few of their midfielders not really there at the moment. Rockcliffe not coming up, Wines, uh, Ebert not being there. You've had the ability with Jack Steele to be able to tag. I mean, if you can do a number on somebody like a Travis Boak, I mean, all of a sudden it does have them a little bit thin in that area. Well, it's going to be a running game. The, the ground size and the shape, and then with the conditions, you you're going to have to have a team that can run all day. Um, that'll be pretty important. So, you know, hopefully uh, we get the uh, work done around the ball. They bring Lysette back in and Ryder, so they're going to have a, a really good ruck combination. So, our boys in the midfield have to really get their hands dirty and and win a fair bit of ball because we know. You know, the Port team are a territory team. They get it inside. I think they average about 60 a game. So we need the ball in our half and around the midfield to be so critical uh, for doing that for our, t- for our group. Rats, Derm here. Good luck for the uh, for the game. Now, can you tell us a bit about the Thanks, logistic, yeah, the logistics of the situation? I mean, so many people say you turn up, you play your game of footy, but the amount of gear you have to carry, getting it 
on the plane, the amount of cases, cartons, all those types of things, even the food intake over there. Where's all that coming from? How's it all been uh, organised? Well, all the food has been organised by a dietitian. She, she came over early, Ali, and uh, she's organised all the food. So the players, we, you know, and uh, last night they went out for meals, uh, their own meals, and they had three restaurants to go, so they could choose. So, you know, we've had people come over and have a look and sort of uh, make sure that everything's right. From a gear point of view, we're probably about the same, so that's okay, but we probably had a little bit of an issue or a hiccup where the plane got delayed a bit, so it took a while. So the group that was supposed to leave the day before ended up getting in about 10 minutes before our flight. So <laughs> there was a little bit of a hiccup there, but really uh, we weren't training until the next day and things like that. But And then you got the visas. So to come to China, you've got to get a visa in place. So there's a lot of work done beforehand to make sure that you know, and, and when you're trying to pick a team uh, six weeks before you fly over, um, nearly every player on the list had to have their visa done as well. So passports, visas, all those things. But it's gone pretty smooth. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful city and, um, yeah, so touch wood, it, it goes to plan. Yeah, and you mentioned before, you know, it could turn into a bit of a running game because of the ground. What are the dimensions of the ground? I was there last year and it, it looked pretty big, but sometimes, you know, looks can be deceiving. How is it How is it against league standard in size and shape and also surface? The surface is immaculate. Um, it's, the surface is beautiful. Um, yeah, Richo was talking yesterday. He thought it was felt a bit Canadian Park, like you know the, the Geelong ground down there. I was, I was speaking in old terms now with the, the name of Canadian Park, but um, yeah, yeah it, it, it seemed it seemed fairly similar to that. The pockets or the, on the uh, the fifty between the fifty and say the twenty metres out from golf seem quite wide. So players might get a, a real good look at goal from a wide angle at times. So it does feel quite big, but um, it's an amazing place with the uh, the stands and that. As you mentioned, you went last year, but it looks amazing. And because um, it's a parade ground, a... it's a parade ground, rats. And 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 they did a study yeah. on all of uh, China, and out of uh, one billion people that lived there, there were I think twenty one surfaces that they could actually erect. AFL posts on that they could fit a ground on. Only 21 outdoor spaces that would cater to <laughs> AFL football in the entirety of China with a population of 1 billion people. Yeah, well, they've been using it for a golf range and they've been using it for baseball. So um, when the when the stands come down and the marquees and the fencing that they've got there, the goalposts, it'll go back to the to the golf range and uh, baseball when they use it. So uh, it's a huge surface. I think that part is about 280 metres long, but we've you know cut it off and put marquees and things around the AFL have done that, and it looks uh, it looks great. Brett, Bob here. It's an unusual build-up to a game in an unusual location, but I want to ask you about Jaron Geary, the skipper, with, with his with his unusual injury. How, how's he faring? He's going well, Bob. He's, um, you know, I think the uh, the photographs and uh, the images that came from, from that corky and that was um, you know, pretty gruesome. Um, he's bloody tough, Gears. You know, he's been trying to get back for a few weeks, even though he's... You know, just been out in the track for a short time and they were just worried about probably the, the scarring and making sure that couldn't burst open again with a knock. So um, he's right to go now, but um, he's done everything. Um, you know, he's a little warrior and he, he keeps turning up even through you know, adversity at times. So um, it was a brutal injury and um, for him to get in hospital and sit there for seven days and leave that wound open um, you know, and then just really bounce back and 
still try and lead the footy club, even though he wasn't there. He was trying to get to the club as much as he, as much as possible. And um, you know, he's a fantastic skipper. And I've been so impressed with him. You know, a new person coming into the football club, and you know him the way he leads, the person he is, and. You know, maybe with a bit more success at the club, he would be as rated as highly as some of the, the great leaders of the competition because um, they've passed. He's, he's, he's a ripper. Can I ask you, there's been a lot of talk about the expertise that you've brought to the Saints, but someone with coaching aspirations like yourself, what, what have you learned so far in your, in your time at, at the Saints? Um, I've, I've been impressed with, you know, I suppose when you deal with the coach himself um, you know I've worked with Richo at the Blues so uh, we go back a fair way but you know it was great for me to come in um, you know fresh fresh place fresh people and then we start to implement the game plan and go through what worked for us as a team and what did it do to suit our list so to sit down with the coaches I've been yeah, I've been really impressed with Richo really delegating a lot and giving, you know, it takes courage to hand it over um, and not just control everything. And he's been fantastic in that space. And I've really enjoyed working at St Gilda. The people and the and the players have been so receptive to, you know, new, new thoughts, change of game plan. Um, they're bringing a lot of energy and they're playing with a lot of spirit. And um, that's something that I've, I've really enjoyed being at St Gilda. The facilities, the new facilities is really helped um, the playing group to be back at Moorabbin. Um, it keeps everyone close and, you know, that's where they've been for so long and um, it's like going back home for those players. So um, I've been I've been really impressed with uh, the Saints. It's, um, you know, it's, um, I suppose sometimes you need change as a coach, me personally, um, and it was, it's been really good for me. Brett, I expect in every interview you do for the rest of the year, you'll be asked about the senior coaching future. How have you decided to, to approach it and to handle it? Oh, it, it'll be what it'll be. Um, I've been in the game a fair, a fair while now in the coaching ranks, and um, you know it'll just water will find its own level with that. Um, I'm really enjoying St Kilda, and we have a job to do, and I'll focus on that. But whatever happens, happens. I've, I enjoy coaching. I, I love it. Um, you know, working with players and trying to develop people. So, um, yeah, I've had a probably uh, you know to pretty much get thrown into a senior role at a young age. Maybe it was a bit too quick. And then to learn from Clarko and now the experience at St Kilda has probably helped round me off as a coach. So whatever happens, it will happen down the track. But uh, really concentrating on getting his four points over here and um, yeah, concentrating on my role at St Kilda. So whenever you might be asked to, to enter a process or to make a presentation, do you, do you think you will do that? I'll have a serious look at it, yeah. Yep. Brett, thanks for joining us and uh, the very best of luck over there. Thanks, fellas. Take care.